Okay, hey guys, what's up? It is Solo. Hopefully I didn't have this muted. I uh, probably don't. But uh, welcome to uh, welcome to the uh, start of the podcast. I'm just going to call this uh, Solo's uh, chest of random things, I guess. Um, because I'm going to be talking about mostly a bunch of shit with uh, gaming. And I'm sorry if you don't like swearing, but a lot of stuff with gaming. I'm going to try to keep swearing to a minimum. And I guess today uh, I want to talk about a topic that is kind of controversial uh, in the gaming world, which is battle royale games. Who will like? Who will always be on top, and who will eventually fade away? And mind you, this isn't you know my personal opinion, and I'm not gonna sit there and force anything on any of you. I'm just saying what my opinion is at this point. So. Uh, for our first topic, we're going to be discussing uh, Battle Royale games. Because Battle Royale games have been big in YouTube and gaming really a lot now. And there are, you know, some free-to-play ones. There are some pay-to-play ones. And we're going to be talking about, like, differences in which one that I would think would be better and which one. So let's start off with, um, I guess, H1Z1. Uh, H1Z1 was originally a mod for, if I'm correct, Arma. And then, or no, DayZ, I think. I think it was DayZ was a mod for Arma. Became an actual, like, game. And then they built Battle Royale. And then they did H1Z1. Uh, Battle Royale, and then uh, that became its own like standalone thing. Uh, but no, and basically what happened to that? It it was mostly weapon balancing, which is really hard in a game, especially a battle royale game, because everybody's gonna be complaining about something to do with the gun, whether or not it like shoots too fast or has too much headshot accuracy or it doesn't shoot fast enough. It's all you know an uphill battle, so. You know, you're sitting there, like, trying to think, okay, where am I going to get, you know, um, the right track? So that's what really stopped them, and, you know, and that's why they usually call games that have, like, certain guns that are, like, the best ever metas, because in those games, that's the meta. In basically any, like, FPS, there's always going to be a gun that's better than another one. Um, so that's really what plagued H1Z1 and then PUBG came out and it was supposed to be, you know, this like realistic shooter and PUBG was on top actually for quite a while. And then next thing you know, here comes, uh, here comes this like, because originally the developers Epic Games or Fortnite, um, originally did what was known as Fortnite Save the World, which was basically like a zombie fighting uh, tower-based defense game. And, you know, you went around, you built weapons, everything else, and then they decided, you know what, let's do a free-to-play Battle Royale. And I was one of the first people to sit there and play the Battle Royale when it came out. And, you know, I had fun with it. I played it before it came out, and it was a great game, but here's where the issue comes into play and this is what happens with a lot of these ones that you know get fame and then kind of go on this path of oh well we need to get more money out of this and i mean yeah you do need more money to produce more content i get that but 
with how much they produce uh it brings to mind one of the downsides of fortnite and a lot of these other games it which is uh microtransactions microtransactions are going to plague these games no matter what even with the new call of duty one it won't be as bad with that one but it's still gonna plague it just a bit because of you know skins and everything and you know honestly i feel bad for the free play people who won't spend any money on skins because i think i don't think anybody's gotten a free like skin like at all like completely free that's not bound to like playstation plus or a certain pack or a certain you know offer you know that's like just completely free without having to buy anything and that's one thing that fortnite and h1z1 and stuff like that kind of get wrong in this sense because when they sit there and they give out you know like for example um fortnite when they started doing the battle pass um it would go up to 50 or 60 and then it would stop for free to play players and then for anyone who paid the 10 bucks to get the battle pass you got all these mounds of rewards and you're sitting here like okay um you know and it's like why is this dedicated fan base of yours you know if they can't afford it why are you pumping out these skins that at least cost 10 to 20 dollars a piece plus the battle pass which is also another 10 bucks you know you're making you know they're making bank on these skins yet it's been almost six seasons and they have not had a free to play skin that is totally free to play and that's the biggest issue with fortnite with the battle pass is and it also plagues another game realm royale with its battle pass as well because everybody thinks you know the free to play battle pass you know you don't need a free skin you can give them a pickaxe or a back bling or whatever and that makes up for it and it's like when you're giving away seven to eight skins in a battle pass for the paid players you at least have to give the free to play players one i mean like the game has been out almost two years now and it still hasn't done a completely free to play skin and that's one thing that kind of bugs me and i know a lot of things a lot of people um are gonna say well fortnite will never die i hate to break it to you every game has their day where it will completely and utterly just die off i mean look at minecraft minecraft was the biggest thing known in gaming like a few years ago and look at it now a lot of the youtubers who used to do it don't do it or are gone completely because minecraft kind of sort of fell off after a while with all the controversy that surrounded it and then you know and the funny thing is everybody's like oh well fortnite's been the biggest game ever and i hate to break it to you fortnite has yet to beat minecraft's record of people online um they have yet to beat it so you kind of can't make that claim because they haven't beaten the highest record yet and i hate when people make all these claims thinking they're right because you know they're not um and on that topic uh let's talk about um fortnite versus blackout or 
Fortnite versus Call of Duty's Battle Royale. Um, so one thing I do like about Call of Duty's version of the Battle Royale, there is no rarity of gun. And I think that's a huge, you know, advantage uh, when going into the weapon balancing because you don't have to worry about whether or not if it's a legendary or common or rare. And that's one thing that Fortnite suffers from is that their rarity system is honestly at this point broken as hell. And I'm sorry for swearing. Um, But basically um, a blue is basically legendary in Fortnite. And before all those people start commenting or whatever about like, but it's not broken, it really is. Because think about it this way, when I first started playing, when you picked up a legendary scar, you felt like you picked up something powerful. Because you could get headshots, you could kill people, you know, you could kill people and stuff like that. And when you feel that. You know, that's how a legendary is supposed to be. But now when you pick one up, it feels like a pea shooter. And it takes so long to kill people with. And a lot of the legendaries feel like that. You know, I'm sitting here with, like, say, a heavy sniper. And I'm trying to snipe people. And then all of a sudden, oh, look, I just got killed by a guy in, like, four shots by a blue SMG. Like, And that's why Fortnite's balancing rarity system is very flawed because they didn't like they had it okay for a while, but then they I don't know what happened. It just broke. And now like blues are like the driving force of um, all the weapons. And, you know, they keep finding glitches that keep breaking the game. So they have to pull stuff out. And then, you know, it's it's all jumbled up. But, like I said, Call of Duty's advantage in this is that they have um, no rarity system, basically. They have a level system, I believe, for armor. Um, and they and from what I heard, it sounds like they need to reduce the armor a bit. Because it sounds like it is a bit OP. Um, to the point of people weren't getting kills because everybody has level 3 armor. And... I mean, I could get that because it's supposed to be level 3. It's supposed to be like the highest rarity of armor. But I could see them toning it back a bit. So, now with the microtransactions on Call of Duty, um, I think they'll be a little, or a majority better than a lot of these ones with like battle passes and stuff like that. And the reason why is because um, from the sounds of it, they're not going to do the battle pass route because they've seen what happens when you do that with like Fortnite Realm Royale because a lot of people who can't afford the passes on either game um, get irritated because they've been playing this game hell in November when it releases. I will have been playing that game for two years and I there has not been a free-to-play skin and it's been two years and you know i know a lot of people are going to be like oh well go play uh save the world it gives you v bucks and they give you v bucks and it's like yeah but they should at least have a free-to-play skin in the free-to-play battle pass at least once in the season you know it shouldn't be you know and i think call of duty's approach on this is they're gonna try to do um special events and you know they're gonna have of course loot boxes will return but i think they're gonna have it where you can earn it and the loot boxes you know you can earn the loot boxes and then 
open element. It's not going to be, you know, all this like cool looking stuff is behind a paywall. You know, you can earn it, you know, like they've always done with their crates. And I know it's a hard thing to get the crates in any Call of Duty game, but, you know, you can earn the crates and try to get what you want. And it sounds like they're also going to try to do special events. Now, let's talk about something I know a lot of people will get fed up for me about. And I'm going to say one thing. Building does not mean you are skilled at an FPS. And the reason why I say that is... A lot of people like how Fortnite's different because it does have the building system. But one thing even the Fortnite developers has said is flawed with the building system is A, it clutters the game causing more lag and B, it makes it so then gunfights, if you know how to build and that's all you know how to do, people can sit there and camp at the top of them and not have to do anything. And that's the thing is they want people to earn their spot they don't want people to sit there in a tower all game like okay if you build let's say if you build you know strategically you know that's fine you're building strategically but if you have like no fps or tactical skill whatsoever and all you're doing is spamming buildings because you saw on a youtube video that doesn't technify as skill, that technifies as copying somebody else's strategy. And that's kind of like, why are you playing a game that's supposed to be like a strategy combat situation if you're just going to copy others? That's my whole thing with the building is it's a lot of people copying these streamers and everything else and they don't have their own identity. And that's what gets Fortnite. And a lot of people have told me, oh, it's because you, you just suck at building. You know, you suck at this game. And it's like, no, building should not be the only factor that determines a winner in this game. It should be a combination of building tactics. Um, and if you're in a team, teamwork and, um, you know, your FPS gameplay. Because, like, if you're sitting there and that's all you do is build... In reality, if you transfer over to a game, like say you start playing Fortnite and then you're like, oh, Blackout looks cool. You know, you could play Blackout and go, uh-oh, I'm dying way too much in this game. And the reason why is because when they take away that building skill, um, a lot of people who think they're really, really good because they build like maniacs are going to drop off that spectrum because your building skill is means nothing in another game that doesn't have it and i know a lot of people will probably never step away from fortnite but that's that's my opinion is if you're gonna be good at a game be good at all aspects of a game not just one that you want to just spam and you can you know you can comment calling me oh well you're just bad at this you're just you know you're just bad at building but in reality, that's basically the truth. If you only have building skills to the point where you just sit up top with a shotgun in a tower, you're really, you're not playing, like you're playing the game, uh, you know, your way and that's fine. But you're not playing the game with skills that could be transferred over to a different game. Like, that's what I'm getting at, you know, I'm looking at, you know, multi-game, like, I'm not that person who sat there and bought a PS4 just to play Fortnite, or just to play, um, 
you know, a certain game I bought my PS4 to play games that I want to play. You know, just not one game. That's why I have a lot of games. Um, but honestly, in my opinion, I don't think Fortnite will completely get killed by Blackout, but it will probably divide the community a lot. Um, just because there are a lot of people who say, you know, Blackout's going to kill Fortnite and a lot of people say, no, Blackout's just going to fade away after it comes out because Fortnite's better. In all honesty, it's going to probably end up like the same of every single Battle Royale. There's going to be a set group of people who like one and a set group that like the other. That's just how games work. Um, but all in all, it comes down to your personal opinion and what you want to play. Don't let other people just because, you know, they're going to sit there and, you know, shit talk your game. Sorry for the language. Uh, you know, don't make them the dictating factor whether or not you play a game. Let you be the person who plays the game and decide for yourself if you want to keep playing or not because if you go your life having other people suggesting what they want you to play are you actually you know playing games correctly anymore that's one thing and i'll talk about it in a, like i'll go in detail in a different episode of this podcast that's one thing that i will definitely say is be your own person in gaming don't just copy everyone and, you know, what you do in games is up to you. Um, and don't let other people influence you to do something against what you want to do. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, guys, um, I'm out of time. So I will see you guys in the next podcast. And I hope you guys have a good day and a good week. I've been Solo. I'll see you guys next time.